1: Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Better Faster podcast. And today, Brandon and I are going to discuss a hot topic in the CrossFit and strength conditioning world. Uh, There was a recent uh, determination in a lawsuit between CrossFit and the NSCA that was uh, an article was published in the Morning Chalk Up, which is a, uh, if you don't follow that, it's a, a Um, news outlet that focuses a lot on on crossfit and functional fitness and what's happening in that world they posted that you know there was a judge that awarded nearly four million dollars to crossfit in legal fees over uh their dispute over a study in the uh, strength conditioning or the journal of strength conditioning research which is owned by the nsca so um brandon uh, let's talk a little bit about the backstory of what, when did this start? Um, and it goes all the way back to a 2013 study. So there is a study, um, by, uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying the last name right. It, I think DeVore, Stephen DeVore, um, it's out of Ohio state university and it was published in, uh, I believe 2013 and it was titled CrossFit based high intensity power training improves maximal aerobic fitness and body composition. That sounds awesome, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but I would love to have my fitness modality being said to improve people's, uh, you know, aerobic fitness and body comp, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, on the surface, that looks like this is a pro CrossFit article, but apparently there was something in there that CrossFit took issue with.
1: Right. So, uh, a little background about the study itself: it followed forty-three. <laughs> Uh, individuals, uh, I believe is the number, through 10 weeks of a CrossFit-based training, right? And so it did conclude that there were these these positive uh, outcomes in terms of aerobic fitness and body comp, but what the study did publish within there was that um, 11, I believe it was 11 people didn't finish the study, Um, I think it was 11 people, um, didn't finish the actual full completion of the study, and they withdrew due to injury, uh, overuse or injury, and the um, number that that equates to is 16% is what I, what I've been reading. Is that Mm what, uh, what the arguments over here? So CrossFit really didn't like that aspect of this study because it's suggesting that, you know, 16% is not exactly a low number. It's Mm -hmm. suggesting that 16% of patients, of people, participants who went through 10 weeks of CrossFit got hurt, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, that is where this whole thing started was okay this article on the outside seems like it's pro crossfit and crossfit training but there's this little part in there that talks about that injury rate and crossfit was not happy about it
0: so it's gotten to this point now where there's serious legal implications and you'll you'll see all over the internet interviews blog posts things like that where crossfit is Accusing the NSA of, of lying, of falsifying data, and looks like the actual charges that's going to cause NSA to to pay up is is actually perjury, right? Which is which is lying under oath. So, that that's a pretty uh, serious, uh, about as serious as it as it gets in terms of um civil cases. And uh, and my thing is, I'm not really seeing where the NSA had any intent to deceive. I mean, I'm reading over this stuff, and and I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, I know that, you know, that's kind of where the heart of this is, uh, the issue is, is, is the NSC guilty of trying to deceive the public and basically shame CrossFit from an injury perspective? Or is it just guilty of accepting a poorly done study? Um, because some of the argument is the way the data was collected and their follow-up on why those patients were, um, you know, didn't complete or why they're not patients, but participants didn't complete the study was due to injury. But apparently that was, you know, not the case. And that was just what they got from the conversation of the owner of the, there's a a whole backstory to it. that You can read further in there. And and essentially the way that they determined that 16% of individuals not completing it due to overuse of injury, that was being challenged there. But for me, is that, is that the NSCA intentionally trying to bash CrossFit, or is it them just being guilty of accepting a bad study, which we know there are a lot of bad studies that still end up getting published?
0: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm not an attorney, I just pretend to be one sometimes, but I would think that in order to win this case, you either got to prove intent, or it's just classic, this is America, the guy with the bigger pockets is going to win, right, so, you know, we, I think I think everybody knows kind of how um, the the people at CrossFit HQ tend to be, right, they, they're, they they defend their brand with an iron fist. They will lay the hammer down relentlessly until they get their way and they got the money to do it. Right. So now it looks like the situation where, uh, the NSCA could potentially go bankrupt having to pay out $4 million. So, I mean, what do we think about that? Do we, do we want the NSCA to go away?
1: Oh man, that's a loaded question there. 4 million is no joke, right? Um, uh, for me, I, Maybe I'm in the minority here. I don't hate the NSCA. I love the NSCA. Um, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I'm. I, you know, I, even in the CrossFit world, I've never been one that that saw CrossFit and the NSCA as opposing sides here. Um, I, you know, it, it, at least that was how I perceived it. You know, you know, both of us have gone through plenty of NSCA education and and gone to conferences and 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 done all that type of thing. Um, so for me, I don't know if I want the NSCA to go away because I do think you know they do put out a ton of resources out there. I do think you know it's a way to also, um, I guess, ensure, you know, in the world where there you can get a personal training certification for 45 minutes online kind of thing, it's a way to, to start to curb a little bit of, of that issue to where you're kind of making sure that, you know, the people that are telling you what to do are knowledgeable. It's a recognizable brand and their their certification course isn't exactly easy. Um, you know, it is something where you do actually have to study and prepare and go through it and do that kind of thing. So uh, for me, I don't know if I want the NSCA to go bankrupt, ma'am.
0: Hell no, man. I think about some of the content I've taken to maintain my PT license. I mean, it's it's there's there's content courses about like freaking cupping and ultrasound and modalities. Not that I took an ultrasound course, but you know, NSCA uses a, a lot of actual real scientific principles on exercise science. And and just personally, I think that the the, the content I've taken to maintain my NSCA certification has been way more valuable and been a positive influence on my clinical practice and my patients um, more than a lot of the APTA physical therapy stuff. So yeah, man, hate to see it go away. Uh, hopefully at one, I really don't know what the financials are for the NSA, but 4 million ain't good. I can't even count that high.
1: Yeah, no, man. And, and, you know, again, if it is, if there was this, this, this intent to, to undermine CrossFit and there, and they're intentionally, and there was this intent to publish false data to sway the public and, and to hurt CrossFit's brand, then obviously that's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know, in, in that regard, the NSA should be punished in that way, if that's what has been determined through these legal proceedings, um. For me, it seems like a more of a case of the in, at least initially the NSCA just accepted a, a, a bad a bad study. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're talking about what's happened since then, and if there's been some like you mentioned perjury potentially, or or lying under oath or that kind of thing, like well, obviously that that's a that's a serious issue, and, and there needs to be some ramifications. But um, I. You know, man, I don't love confrontation. So I'm all like, can't we all just get along? Um, so, you know, I, I'd like to see the NSCA thrive, but also like to see CrossFit thrive. Cause I mean, both are, uh, both have been very helpful to me.
0: Yeah. Ultimately what I, what I've gotten out of this is it seems to be just politics, man. It's a case where if you use the words falsifying data and use the words lies, if you say that enough times, eventually people are going to believe it. And you know, when it comes to legal cases, especially civil cases, the people with the bigger pockets are going to win. So end of the day, man, Glassman's gonna get his way, so don't mess with him.
1: Yeah, man. Well, it would be interesting to see how this all plays out. But again, that that was breaking news, I believe, this morning, uh, last night or this morning. Um, it was published saying that uh, the uh, you know this award, this judge had awarded you know almost four million dollars. So not to date the episode, but that's that's when this is uh, being recorded. So uh, I'm intrigued to see the the response from. From CrossFit, from the NSCA, see if there's going to be appeals. See how that whole process plays out. You know, again, I'm not a lawyer, so uh, I'm I'm intrigued by what's going to happen. But you know, ultimately, I'm I'm still going to maintain my, my CSCS. You know, you know, certification. I'm still a, probably you know, I'm an NSCA member. I still read the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, um, and I don't think this is going to change that necessarily for me. But I also still, you know, I'm a big fan of the CrossFit Journal. Still have my level two. Going to study, take the level three for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of. Yeah, keep going the way I was going.
0: Yeah, man. Absolutely.
1: All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. If you have questions about this or anything else, uh, you know, always hit us up on uh, Instagram at Better Faster Podcast or, or send us an email. We appreciate you all tuning in, listening to another episode. We'll be back next Monday.
0: And one last thing. If you like the episode, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review. That way we can reach more people. And if you have any questions, a topic that you want us to cover, or maybe a person that you think we should interview, hit us up on Instagram at better Faster podcast. You can also keep up with updates on our physical therapy and strength and conditioning businesses by giving us follows at vertex PT and at vertex strength. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a great week and we'll be back next Monday.
1: This episode is brought to you by vertex PT specialists. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at VertexPT.com or on the gram at VertexPT.